Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Stone A Problems. This is your host, Louis Varela. Hope everyone's been having a great day, a great week. Um, I know that it's Sunday fun day out here in Miami, and people are enjoying this gorgeous, kind of cold weather for, you know, brunch at Top 42, Copper Blues, and all that other good stuff. Hope everyone, hope everyone makes it back home safe and sound. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and before I advance on to the on to today's topic is my sincerest apologies for my sudden disappearance from the podcast, from creating new content. Um, certain things have been developing in my personal life that I kind of had to, you know, take care of and deal with. And but not in a bad way, you know, nothing catastrophic has befallen me or any of my family members. They, they've actually been pretty good. You know, I finally got a car. Um Certain things, you know, have been developing and have been manifesting themselves in reality due to my, you know, work. And it's been great. But I just had to take away from the podcast just to, you know, make sure that everything is good and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I don't want something I attain to quickly go away as soon as it arrived. But here I am. I'm back. Um, I really have my sincere apology. I, I, well, I hope you, I, they do uh, offer my sincere apologies for my sudden disappearance. Um but here I am, and I'm back, and the topic I wanted to go ahead and broach upon today is a topic that has been requested upon me by several people, by several friends, and that is the wonderful fever and mass hysteria of the 21st century, and that is, as we all know it to be called, cancel fucking culture. It is one of the most atrocious, disgusting anti-human fucking stances like it's pretty close to christianity if you ask me it is fucking vile and like you know how like certain waves certain like go up and down and eventually they just die down no 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 no. this shit doesn't stop bro it becomes more oppressive it becomes more totalitarian and 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 that's and and yet they preach truth they preach freedom they preach uh, uh the end of class struggle the end of racism but yet they're more racist than anything else because class because the whole cancel culture is now heavily used the heavy use of discrimination and and but like it's fucking um ridiculous and one thing that i wanted to go ahead and solidify the possible and maybe unfortunate, inevitable danger of this of this wave of cancel culture was brought upon me by my sudden rereading of probably my favorite book I've ever read, and that's 1984 from George Orwell. If you have not read that book, I highly suggest you do. It is a prophetic book in a unfortunate dystopian manner, but the world is cruel, and usually those sorts of stories offer more insight into the human condition than these bullshit ideological stances like cancel culture artificially contrives. Um, so if you ever read 1984, it is basically, uh, the main character's name is Winston Smith. He is in a, he is in uh, the city called Airstrip 1, which is formerly called London in a country called Oceania. And he believes it's the year 1984. Now the the overall political party in that in that story is Inksoc. 
And, you know, they have things called Newspeak and the Thought Police and the famous terminology, Big Brother comes from there. You know how Big Brother's always watching you, always looking at you, always scrutinizing you. And that book is just this terrible journey of his need for rebellion. And in the end, he gets, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the end, they win. There is no happy ending. There is no great pluritalitarian revolution that is going to bring upon this wave of justice. And no, these motherfuckers win. And the reason I go, I went ahead and broached upon 1984 and cancel culture is that just like in the book 1984 and, and, and its aspect of the thought police, which is under the Ministry of Love, where and like it, it's it's very... Um, like, like all the structures of Insoc in the book are contradictory in, on purpose. Because the Ministry of Plenty, well, there's three ministries in 1984, right? The Ministry of Plenty deals with, you know, uh, you know, um, provisions and shit. But people are always getting more and more poor. So that's the contradiction. There is no plentifulness. <laughs> uh, the Ministry of Love. Which is the thought police. The thought police are the ones who have the telescreens and looking at you and seeing you and monitoring every single thing that you do, that you say, even your facial behavior, your twitches. Um, you know, looking out for what they call thought crime. And so they're not love at all. They're very oppressive. And then there's also the Ministry of Truth, which is basically the media. And as we all know, the media ain't nothing about truth. It's all, it's all you know, um, created and manifested and then rewritten and taken out again and rewritten and taken out again. And then all past uh, 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 records have to be either reorganized or destroyed. So the past is constantly being refreshed and refreshed and refreshed and refreshed and refreshed in the ministry of truth. So that's the contradiction in itself. And that's a contradiction also in cancel culture. Cancel culture is preaching freedom and truth and equality for all, but their but their actions and the behavior that they 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 go about in trying to achieve this quote unquote uh, utopia is completely contradictory because they discriminate heavy. It's all about discrimination. It's all about class struggle. Black people this, or if you're gay, you do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, there's not enough gay white people. There's not enough gay this. There's not enough black people here. Like it's all discriminate fucking nation, bro. And 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 you know, let's talk about freedom. There's no freedom. There's no freedom. There's no truth. There's no there's nothing of that because I can't say what I really want to say because I'm gonna get fucking canceled. You're gonna get shadow banned from Twitter or Instagram. You're gonna get fucking you know people you're gonna get ostracized people are gonna call your jobs and demand your resignation or they fire you so where's the freedom in that you know and just like in 1984 you know like i was like i kind of digress but yeah just like in 1984 the cancel culture is forever vigilant and and is ready to strike at you for any slight deviance from the norm or any of or any ideas they have contrived in this in this delusional journey or attempt to manifest this utopia, and and just like in Newspeak, which is the 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 the, the language in 1984, like every single version is cutting out more and more words, and it's tabooing certain words, 
just like in now in cat school, you can't say faggot, for example. You can't say retarded. Um, you can't say the N word, and I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, uh, but you can't say it. And there is a huge, huge conscious uh, detriment that is being uh, that is being uh, manifesting from those actions, from those tabooing and words, because when you taboo words and topics, subconsciously they limit our actual capacity to articulate and our stand, understand even ourselves. Because we won't have the words to, to to say it, you know, we won't have the words in our language. We won't have the words, therefore, in our mind to to um to say it to to really articulate what we're feeling because we don't know how to do it. So that's also narrowing our view of the world. It's narrowing our field of vision in their to their advantage, and and it's just like the thought police in 1984 as well. They are making sure that even the slightest bit of resistance or deviance or, or nuance or behavioral change or association is considered treachery and you're taking sides with the oppressors, you know, the, the big white scary man, the male patriarchy. And then that means you either have to be beaten into submission or outcasted. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be indoctrinated, you have to be hypnotized, you have to be brainwashed, you have to believe in what they believe. And 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 and, and like all of this is obviously an, an obvious contradiction and complete deviance from what they're supposedly preaching. Because it's more racist than anything. Why by using identity politics, by 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 contriving these fucking bullshit stereotypes about certain people. You're making it even more divisive, divisive than no government does. You know what I'm saying? Based, you know, they're doing this on ethnicity or color of skin or background, and it is causing people to be more radical. And 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 you know, it's causing people more radical because now they believe that they're even more an ostracized than they thought they were. So this is all just a power game to them. You know, it, it is a power game. It's not them trying to have freedom or 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 they really trying to create something for everyone because they're doing it all wrong. And the problem, bro, like and the reason I conduct 1984 to cancel culture now is because I see cancel culture manifesting itself into a state of which we can never go back. Into a state where the slightest comment, the slightest like, the slightest retweet will be scrutinized, will be judged, will be, you know, will be looked at from every single possible angle to make sure that you're not doing anything wrong according to their views. And cancel culture is fucking disgusting. And the reason I even say it's anti-human is because, like... We're different, and that's perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? It's fine to be different. We're not all the fucking same. Like, even if we're all Hispanics, not all of Hispanics are the same. Not even all Hondurans are the same, or Cubans, or Puerto Rican. But they play all these heavy identity politics because they want to divide and conquer. They're literally using the same fucking tactics as the people that they're supposedly fighting against. If anything, it's even worse. Okay, the government doesn't pull up on your job and demand your resignation when you put out a tweet saying, fuck Trump. 
But if you go ahead and and start saying some crazy shit like all lives matter, oh, you're going to get fucked. You're going to get fired. You're going to get canceled. You're going to get banned. And this is what I don't understand. People say that the government oppresses people, but who controls all the social media outlets? It's the fucking left. So there's the, 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 there's a slight um, um I mean, there's a slight lack of connection there. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like um in cancel culture, it's it's a wave that seems to not want to go away, and I'm genuinely concerned about the path that it's leading us to as a people because now it's like you have to be like everyone else you have to limit yourself to to what they tell you you should be they have like it's literally a control mechanism it's all control it's all control of power control of behavior control of thought control of vocabulary so they're slowly but surely molding us whether you like it or not whether you're aware of it consciously or not and it is more oppressive than the government we face. Yes, the U.S. government and our government has done some extreme shady shit. And I'm not absolving that. I'm not a militarist, uh, apologetic or anything like that. Like, I'm not. But cancel culture, just like like 1984, like INSOC, which is the political party and existing in that shit, was just like back here. They they came from middle class. They came from the middle class trying to overtake the upper class. And this is what I really liked in uh in Goldstein's book when uh Winston Smith was reading it and then Goldstein was basically talking about the whole endless struggle of class. And he said that how Insoc started was they were a bunch of radical communists and leftists and they were basically businessmen university students lawyers you know upper middle class people and the way he put it out was that the struggle has always been the people in the upper class always want to stay there the people in the middle class always want to take over the upper class and the lower class some of it's going to go to middle class but for the most part they're going to stay right where they are and that is going to happen to us whether you whether you want to believe it or not this is all literally a fucking power game. It is not about virtue. It is not about peace. It is divisiveness. It is it is obliterating the the fact that one of the great things about that what makes us human is our uniqueness, our difference. Yes, like but sometimes they manifest themselves into violent interactions and shit like that, of course. But that's just the fucking world we live in. We can't live in a peaceful world. And what cancel culture is doing is literally beating us and, and using fear. Fear is what, what really controls people, nothing else. And that's what something that O'Brien says when he's interrogating uh, Winston Smith towards the end of the book in Room 101. Is fear is what drives people to, to um, not only uh, agree with what you're saying, but to wholeheartedly go with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause, cause if you're not fearful of what your actions might bring about, like the possible repercussions for your actions, then you can kind of go with the flow, but secretly hate it, secretly find out ways or do shit that's going to go ahead and, and bring that whole structure down. Because that's the whole thing. It's all fear. Cancel culture is fear. And it's never radical enough. It's never crazy enough. You're never virtuous enough. It's a it's a culture. It's a wave. It's a fever. It's a it's a movement that literally eats itself. 
It's cannibalistic in nature. Just like communism. It's cannibalistic. They eat each other. They rip each other apart because it's never good enough. It's never crazy enough. It's never strict enough. It's never like, holy shit, bro. Like, I am, like, I don't, don't, if you're not concerned about the path that we're going on, then you have some serious soul searching or meditation that you need to go ahead and perform. Because it's not extreme to what I'm saying. Like, cancel culture is destructive. Cancel culture calls you out on your bullshit or something that you tweeted 10 years ago. People change in 10 years. 10 years, 10 years ago, yeah, I would, I, I said some dumbass shit and did some dumbass shit. But what I do it now, no, because it's called growing up. It's called maturity. But apparently, no, your past self can still fuck you over. I don't think that's right. Like, some people say, oh, I grabbed this girl by the titties and she's like, okay, yes, that's a form of sexual harassment. And that's not the type of, type of behavior that we want to go ahead and condone. But you can't fucking want to ruin someone's life when the guy said it when he was like 12 13 years old how many 13 year olds i mean every 13 year old guy is raging with fucking hormones as i said before i am not condoning that sort of behavior you shouldn't be scooping gross titties or anything like that of course not but you also have to get people to benefit that they've grown and they've changed and actions should speak louder than words and that's how it should be you know like okay how is this individual behaving now is he still tweeting that shit is he still performing those illicit activities is like because if he's not then what the fuck is the problem but people like there's fucking there's fucking agencies that literally dig through your entire social media existence so they're going diving into your fucking past and calling you out on it and that's how they're going to change the fucking future. Because like you have to be aware of what you said. So now you have to be more radical just to outweigh the, 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 the perceived stupidity of your past errors. Just so you can fit in. And that's good. And that's just cutting us off at the fucking knees, bro. Like, we have to be scared of how we move, how we interact, who we talk to, how we talk, what words we can say. And... It, 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 it's going to be like 1984, bro. They're going to be constantly looking at you, constant surveillance. And now that we have fucking Joe Biden as president, China is definitely going to come up here and fucking start mass surveillance. Well, the NSA is already doing that. But but it's going to be even crazier. It's going to be more open because Biden did get supported by China. But whatever. It, it's going to get bad, bro. It's going to get bad. Social media is already doing it. If you don't come out with the correct content, YouTube will demonetize you. They won't even put you on the recommended. Same thing with Instagram. If your page isn't really like what they want, you're going to get shadow banned. You're not going to show up on the Discover page. So you're getting ostracized. So cancel culture is obviously a topic I'm going to get back to later because it's just, it's just an encompassing problem that we're facing as a as a society especially a generation my generation and these people are going to get jobs of power one day and they already do and it's going to heavily influence the path that our civilization is going to take and then it's going to be to our downfall so that's what i have to say about cancel culture today and like I said, if you ever read 1984, like I, I, I would love to have an episode just about 1984, but there's just not enough time. <laughs> but it really is crazy, man. They basically become like the thought police. 
hopefully they don't bring out telescreens anytime soon. But they really are watching what you do, who you hang out with, where you go, and and it's and it's a fucking nightmare coming to to reality slowly but surely. So, well, thank you guys uh, so much for listening to me today. Um, it's great to be back. I just want to quickly say that I really do appreciate all the energy and all the positive messages that have been reciprocated back to me because of these episodes, because of the content. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough. It, it makes it definitely lightens up my day when I hear the great messages and, you know, they keep going after it and stuff. So I love all of you guys. Thank you so much. And um, again, if you want to reach out to me, my Instagram is Flacco underscore Louis B. F-L-A-C-K-O underscore L-O-U-I-I-V. Thank you guys so much. Always strive and prosper. And until next time, peace.